You're listening to The Quarantine Season, episode 136, recorded on August 4th, 2020, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Vanessa Lively. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. And welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians, produced by Music First Hand. My name is Becky Jo Neal. I'm Kim Stacy, <laughs> And we're here with the incredibly talented Vanessa Lively. Round of Hi. internet applause. Thank you so much for being here, Vanessa. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, it's fun to be interviewed by comedians. Oh, God. Don't call Chris a comedian. We're He's hardly good. a comedian. No, um, actually... <laughs> We, we love doing this show and part of why we love doing it is staying in touch with uh through our quarantine we've done a lot of like alumni interviews like staying in touch so we're really excited to have a brand new face here today yeah. um vanessa where are you joining us from are you still quarantining in texas yes although i technically got back from like my first big sort of trip i toiled over it a lot and just was you know wondering but i ended up needing to just go get some nice time with a friend that just moved to hood river oregon Ooh. and so i spent three days in hood river and i loved it so much um i don't know if y'all have been there but it's like glorious oregon is stunning to go to oregon oh my god never been oregon's so beautiful and it just was like really therapeutic and great but mostly i've just been like plop in austin in austin and um yes <laughs> yeah what else have you been doing and like and a lot of our musicians are obviously like writing and creating music but what is some non-related yeah. music so i've been painting um like yeah i paint and so i've been painting and i moved i did a big move during quarantine which was not an ideal time to move but I, well, a lot of people have moved during quarantine oh it is bad time to move just because you know normally you like holler out to your friends and you're like friends help me move and parents you know watch the kids while i move or whatever yeah and, it was right at the beginning when, when we were really in a deep lockdown trying to get everything to chill out. And um, yes, I moved during that time and it took me weeks and weeks. Like I literally was just like, this move is never gonna end. Right. I was exhausted. Um, so I, that took up a lot of my time. And then I was unpacking for a while yeah. and then trying to explore a new neighborhood that doesn't look like anything that it probably you know would look like out of quarantine. but but still just enjoying like nature, you know, yeah. trying to see trees. I feel like that's birds. mostly, yeah, you have to get some trees in there. I, I thought I was going absolutely insane because I couldn't go to a bar. No, it's because I haven't been going outside. And as soon as I started yeah. like getting some vitamin D and I live really, I live so close to the river. It's like, it would be just an abomination not to like take advantage of the trail all the time. Like, why am I not? Yeah. Am I just, have I spending too many times in seedy bars that I didn't realize that I live in a beautiful place? <laughs> I know, right? And it makes it all better because it's like we're at least getting the benefits of slowing down and just like chilling out a little bit and having to think about stuff, 
that we've maybe been not thinking about because we're having to just be forced into like yeah and I guess like move yeah. like unpacking during a quarantine doesn't sound horrible like having some extra no. time to nest yeah not except I feel like I just didn't have because my kids have been home from school and yeah like, so I'm basically just entertaining them from morning to night and when they go to bed I'm like I'm so exhausted from just like playing with them all day and so I just, you know, I did it like ferociously and fast to be like, okay, you just got to get it to where it feels like a normal house. And I did it so fast. And, um, and then I just, now I still have boxes everywhere that I'm like, I'll get to those one day, but like, whenever. That's, that's how like I, three weeks later and you're just like, cussing at the box. You're like, stop looking at me. Like, yeah, that's what it feels I like now. Why I had to go to Oregon because I was like, oh, I can't relax in my place because I'm just like stressed that I'm not doing stuff. <laughs> But yeah. oh, that's nice. It's too hot here for me. I'm it's from the north, hot. and my blood yeah. is made of gravy, and it's just too hot. She's all poutine. Doesn't do well. I'm all the poutine. Doesn't do well. <laughs> I love poutine. Just, yeah, I love poutine. It's so good. So Are good. you originally from Texas? I am. Yeah. Like hung out a lot in South Texas, like Brownsville and Laredo, lived in Laredo for a little while when I was little. Okay. And my grandparents were in Brownsville. That's where my mom's from. So I spent a lot of time in like South Padre, Brownsville, Laredo, Ooh. and then San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Texas. Oh, so Texas. He is nothing yeah. new to you. You, you can deal with the hot. Yeah. I can deal with the hot. Yeah. 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 No, I thought I was maybe like losing my mind the other day because I thought I was getting finally acclimating to the heat. And then I realized that it was like 9 p.m. and it was still not normal for it to be 89 degrees and that it's not like it was. I thought I was like, oh, my God, I'm finally a Texan. No, I was probably just experiencing the symptoms of a heat stroke. (laughs) Yeah. Also, my dog just brought me a piece of bread she got out of the garbage. So I guess she's having a good time. I don't know. Um, if you are patrons or people watching this are having a good time, please tip uh, Miss Vanessa. We're going to put up, pin a little comment somewhere with either a, a, a Venmo. We can we Venmo you, Vanessa? Yeah. Venmo's go. great. We're going to have Chris find your Venmo and put it up there. So if you're having a good time, please tip Vanessa. Um, and if you are a patron or you're not, consider becoming a patron. I know some of you are watching and thank you. Uh, so please consider joining our patrons pa- pa- patreon i don't know i always want to say patronage why patronage. Ooh, that's fun it's a fun word i don't know why i'm a member of the patronage it sounds sexist still i just don't know how it does um, <laughs> but how about we hear a song from lovely vanessa lively yes please yeah. All right. i'll do a 2020 song i'll do one that was written just before quarantine and then and i thought the world was going bonkers and then realized that the worst was yet ahead. <laughs> My goodness. So, but anyways, uh, this is called um, Golden Treasure and it's a uh, translitic I did in January. I am a muse rising sweetly growing beside the daughters of love. Freedom flies around me like geese, like a dove. No longer buried in the sand I send out my branches For the birds to land See the goose and gander I release my fear and anger I quell my rage With the golden treasure It scatters out 
like doves in the spring. I let the raven tell my fortune. I hear them call and sing. I drink some wine while the earth's on fire. Write a song as the hail comes down. Take my hand and dine here. I will bring you rose and wine, dear. Providence will be my home. All the doves will carry my song. I won't hide deep in the sand. I'll speak the truth and ride on the wind. I quell my rage with the golden treasure. It scatters out like doves in the spring. I let the raven tell my fortune. I hear them call and sing. I quell my rage with the golden treasure. It scatters out like doves in the spring. I let the raven tell my fortune. I hear them call and sing. Yeah, we heard we were beautiful earlier, before we went live we were talking about and um and vanessa was saying that she when she plays in her house she just goes yay to us and i just was overwhelmed with the need to say yay <laughs> i love it i give myself encouragement <laughs> yes you have to it's important it is. uh thanks again for being here this is vanessa lively on comedians interviewing musicians uh we have been doing some stalking it's what we do we are love it millennial women openly to a stalker yes i mean i think we should reclaim it not just creepy men and voyeurs get to have stalking anymore (laughs) taking it back take back the night um yeah also if if you're having a good time please uh the venmo has been pinned in the comments so please venmo miss vanessa all right Mm -hmm. uh we did talk a little bit about your trip to oregon but i wanted to know i when i was doing um my my creeping i've uh, you posted this beautiful post about this fig tree that you transplanted and then it, it was yeah. shocked for a little bit it finally grew these leaves and like i'm a plant yeah. mom so i cried uh, <laughs> uh are you like an avid gardener do you like to garden? yes i am and i attach a lot of meaning to my gardening so like if my plants aren't doing well i'm sort of like what's happening in life like i just i feel like it always follows the flow of life and i I tend to kind of escape into this like very serene, mellow vibed place when I'm gardening, which is what I love so much about it is it's so calming and um, I love watching plants grow. And so oftentimes like if something's happening with the plants, my mind just like goes to try to find like this deeper meaning to all of it. Like, I, I don't know. I just sit there and I feel like a, I become a little philosopher in the garden with my hands all dirty and I'm like moving very slowly. And, uh, and I just remember feeling like so sad every time I, I put this, like, it was like the most mature and expensive tree I'd ever purchased. And I was so excited to put it in the yard and be like, and of course, middle of summer is not an ideal place to plant a fruit tree yeah. in Texas. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. 
but I wanted it to transplant with me. So I was like, you're coming into the yard. I just arrived. It's the middle of summer. We're going to do this. And I put it in the ground and then I just watched all its gorgeous, lush, beautiful leaves slowly turn to brown, fall off. And I was so sad. I was like, it's not doing well. It's not handling this move very well. <laughs> and I was really sad about it. And so it like lost all its leaves. And I tried to like, I'd take them every single one that would fall. I'd take it and I'd like crumble it up and turn it into mulch and be like, I'm going to nurture your base with everything that fell so that it's all part of the cycle. But I was so happy. Yeah. The little buds on every single possible area to come out, like everything had a green bud coming out. And I was like, this is where it's at. Like, it's going to be fine. And uh, it's beautiful. Yes. See, yeah. I mean, I, my my mother is why I garden because she was a huge green thumb when I was growing up, and it wasn't nearly as poetic. But I remember we were—I was asking her like, "Why are you cutting all those flowers off? Like, why are you deadheading the roses? Like, why are you doing that?" And she was like, "Sometimes you have to cut the shit off for it to come back." And that's literally how she said it. Yeah, <laughs> so like, poetic. I mean, it's not poetic, but it was right. Sometimes it you have to cut that right. bullshit out for to leave room for more things to be there. I know. It's like sometimes it's too stressful to take care of like the big giant leaves that it had before when it's like undergoing a big move. Yeah. It makes sense. Come on, philosophy and gardening. Yeah. Mm. We should all do a little more gardening just because it teaches us stuff. It's great. Yeah. 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 I agree. I think I used to be the kind of person that's like, I can't even, I really can't keep a succulent alive because I'm a helicopter parent. And they just like to be left alone. And I'm like, why don't you want any water? Are you sure you're not hungry? Take this fertilizer stick. And it's like, I don't like any of these things. And I'm like, shut up. I'm loving you. And then they just die. <laughs> it's like, give me kill themselves. a rock and don't touch me. Yeah. No. I have thorns for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's weird. It's almost like they're telling me what they want and I'm blatantly ignoring it. You should <laughs> be a mama to an orchid instead. <laughs> Oh, I know, right? I think I have, I've had this dead orchid in my kitchen for months now. I'm just waiting for it to somehow reanimate like Frankenstein. Yeah. It's just not working. Sometimes they do. It's bizarre. It's true. Oh, uh, our first spotlight um, has reminded me on this our comment section. By the way, Scott Collins is here. Hey, buddy. Love you. Mean it. He said he's here. I made it. Was buying tarp for a 10-foot kiddie pool. I inflated. Yes, Reggie loves it. Reggie is his beautiful pupper. Follow Scott Collins online if you want to see pictures of adorable Reggie. Um, Share Tepper Realtor. Share T Realtors uh, at sharetsells.com. She's the solution to your home search or sale. And she is the owner of Waffles, the chicken purse. Kim has a duplicate. What did we decide? Biscuit or what, what is we? What is that purse's name? We, we came up with a it's name. It's changed a lot. Like yeah. pancakes. Pancakes. Um, well, yeah, maybe pancakes. I like, or biscuits. I need to get a chicken purse. I think I'm gonna get a mini chicken purse for me and my dog so we can match. Just flex in yeah. our chicken purses. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah. Hit up Miss Sherty. She's also uh, in a little icon somewhere to the right or left of me. I, I can't do math. Uh, that's fine. Uh, math. <laughs> I don't know, quadrant. For orientation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kim, I don't know, I'm not map quest. <laughs> I'm not a blockbuster, damn it. Wait, what are we just talking about? <laughs> Updated things? <laughs> That's where it's at. Uh, I know nothing about the new Yes. Yet. Can you oh, tell yeah. me a little bit about uh, Home Street Music? Yeah. Yes. Home Street Music. It's like, uh, it's, it's a dream that I didn't know that I had, but I always kind of had it. I just didn't have a name for it. 
Um, but it was in 2017 that I was, I won a song competition and part of the grand prize was to take this, um, take this money towards a project that was, that was, you know, just like your heart passion project to do something good in your community. And I wanted to do a music program that was in Austin, working with people that had lived on the streets of Austin, but I wanted it to be similar to art from the streets. So my initial idea, do y'all know art from the streets? familiar with it well it's awesome it's like an open studio for people that can just walk in who've lived on the streets they go in and there's just like canvases and every art supply kind of stuff and they just go to town there's no instruction it's just like an open fun studio that they can just paint their hearts away and amazing amazing art comes out of those those sessions so i loved that program and i'd watched a documentary when i first moved to austin about art from the streets and it was so inspiring and so then when I went to the question that said like, what do you want to do in your community? Like, what's your one dream to make your community, you know, a little bit better, do some social justice work in your community. And um, it just sort of fell out like, oh, I would love to make a sister program to Art From The Streets that's music focused. So my initial idea was like, open studio of music, which didn't work. It took me like half a session to realize that the music, you can't just set guitars out and be like, play. <laughs> I mean, you can if people know how, but not everyone knows how. So the whole thing needed to be restructured. And I kind of, I, I knew that, but it had to like slow morph through the pilot programs. So I made this like pilot program and started it out at Community First Village. And it was really fun to just like gather people around and start to grow and learn what the program looks like together. And now we've been running it. I'm actually at the house of the other um leader the music leader her name is nicolette good and so when i learned it was virtual at my house i thought it was virtual somewhere else me virtual to other people but i'd be by myself with people anyways that doesn't make any sense but i learned it was going to be at my house and i was like oh crap like my kids are here and they're going to be like going bonkers so then i quickly ran over to my friend nicolette's house and they set me up here and she runs home street with me and it's been so much fun. Like we, we love it and we miss it. And there was a virtual season that happened for a while, but we'd basically just do these cool music circles and have creative exercises and like jam songs and all that. It's good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. It's fun. Kim, what happened to you there for a second? Uh, My internet hates me and then it kicked me off. So if you randomly hear me go, damn it. uh, That's because I'm having internet issues i missed half of that conversation so it's okay we were recording it don't worry yeah i yeah i'm gonna watch it later that's what i literally do with all of our podcasts because my internet is ridiculous <laughs> well so if you uh, would like, like to donate to kim's internet fund please join our <laughs> patreon today uh get kim a better internet hashtag free kim yeah uh, i need <laughs> Yes, I need to stop stealing Pizza Hut's internet. <laughs> so please give me oh my money. Gosh. Oh, that face you're frozen on right now it. is going to be my new profile picture. Oh, uh, uh, okay, I have to ask because I really, um, when I was reading, uh, oh, there you are. Dang it. <laughs> Poor kid. Um, I have to ask because when I was looking at your uh, Instagram. So oh, she's Hope. Kim. <laughs> can you hear what? us yes can, okay i just want to make sure so I, don't wanna... I feel like i'm in the upside down <laughs> like 
I'm just in the upside down. I I can hear everybody, but they can't hear me, and I'm yelling, and I'm like, please, somebody bring me waffles. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, are you Winona Ryder or the weird little kid? All of it. Fair. I'm smoking and in the upside down eating waffles. (laughs) Nice. Okay, uh, when I was reading your website, uh, there was a great, I think it was an, it was an article or a, a piece written by somebody about you and it was talking about your writing style. Uh, what, and I, I, I should have written down, that would have been a smart thing for a person who yeah. runs a podcast to do, but I didn't write it down. Uh, would you talk a little bit about your writing style and how you work with as a lyricist? Yeah, it's literally taking all of my questions. Okay. (laughs) Ah! Um, You know, I feel like uh, a lot of people are these, like, storytellers. Like, they tell, you know, there's an intro, and there's, like, it's like a movie. And I'm not a movie storyteller writer. I tend to be more of, like, a. I take myself from an intense moment sitting with, like, emotion and feeling about something, and then I write just from that space. It's like a drop into, like, intensity, write that. Um, And I do a lot of daily journaling, and I feel like my songwriting is very reflective of, like, if you were to just go and start opening my journals and reading them, it's just like that. You know, it's like you're sitting and you're thinking about one thing, and you're trying to make sense of it through your writing. Um, and that's what I do with songs is I, I try to almost make sense of the world or sense of my inner world, like through music. And I'd say it has a very kind of just, I don't try to be fancy at all. Um, I pretty much just write like a very kind of authentic, honest of what's going on in my head. I love that. And that's my style. Yeah. It's all right there. Um, (laughs) and I also almost have this like funny aversion to like trying to toil too much over it or think too hard about it. Cause I'm like, that ruins the art. Like I want it to just be like authentic. And, you know, I do find that maybe one day I'll get more and more excited about the little intricacies, but right now it's more of just like an honest expression of my heart. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Love it. Oh, Kim's going to cry. My, I feel like my favorite thing these days is to try to find different avenues in and so my least, like my, my least favorite thing is to sit there and try to like churn out a song. I will never do that. I am not a dedicated, like sit with a pen and paper and be like, I'm gonna write a yeah. song today. No way, no way. I never do that. Instead, I'm like searching for inspiration with nature or walks or my, you know, whatever. And then I love to find these creative ways that it's almost like you take paint and you splatter it on a wall and then you're like, ooh, that looks kind of like a star. Like I'm gonna start to paint it into a star. And you you take an approach that is like first impulsive and then you have to like figure out what you're doing with it. That's my favorite. And so those are more like these like um, exercises that I've learned recently that a friend of mine named Johan Wagner, he's also an Austinite songwriter. He took a poetry exercise called Translytic and brought it to music. And it's like you take a poem in a different language, like something that you don't know. So, you know, finish. And then you have to like word for word, translate every single word into the first word that comes into your mind in English. And you have to write it down, even if it makes no sense at all. And I try to like barely change my initial impression of what that poem got to, even if it's absolute gibberish, I'm like, I'm gonna just barely change it enough to make some sense. And that's it. And so the song I opened with, Golden Treasure, is a translitic. 
where like if you looked at my first thing it sounds almost exactly like that i just think it's so curious like yeah i think we had another musician who did that i want to say shawnee kilgore maybe yeah i think yeah probably has done it yeah yeah that and i that's so fascinating oh i love it it's right because she was trying to do that songwriting challenge where she was writing like a song a day or something and she was like trying to find how not to get stuck And I have done that. I guess I shouldn't say that I've never done that. I I did the songwriting challenge, but like I would do it in these moments of like, I'd wait till there was a little ditty in my head when I was like driving somewhere or gardening. Yeah. I, I wouldn't sit there with a pen and paper and be like, right. now I am write, writing a song. That is yeah. so yeah, inspiring to me. Yeah. I can't sit down with a pad of paper. I mean, yeah. I can journal, but I can't write a song that way for some reason. I just can't. Yeah. It's not, it's not really getting your creative juices going. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, what am yeah. I writing about? Right. I don't know. Well, that, that ties into my uh, question is, uh, so you paint a lot. Yeah. Uh, how does your painting inspire, inspire or connect with your songwriting? I feel like I have a similar approach to both painting and songwriting world where it's like, yeah. I really want to keep things as sort of raw and spontaneous and not have a plan when yeah. I go to paint. And then I like to develop something and bring something out of like the kind of chaos that is in front of me. I like to find moments of like order and design and stuff like that or, or something starts to look like a flower and I like bring out a flower um yeah so it's like a similar style that I have that I've tried to figure out how to bring that to songwriting um but I really liked I like enjoying the process like I'm a I'm a process person so I like to be mm-hmm. excited about and passionate about the actual process which to me just means that I can't go with some sort of pre- uh, planned out situation because that feels so calculated and boring um so i like spontaneity yeah. i guess an adventure and to like put on music have a glass of wine and just like see what happens you know that's <laughs> actually you- how i'm here that's that's why i exist uh, <laughs> pretty well, sure it was cheap whiskey <laughs> well uh drinking wine is uh reminds me so you used to teach painting with a twist yeah oh my god you, i love it oh my god you- <laughs> i loved that job like like that's gonna so be sad. so much fun i was so sad to leave it i have never had so much fun like everyone's having fun like they're all just yeah. having so much fun and i had taught like little group painting classes and things like that before but it was a bit more serious this was like hey we're here to like full-on party and have fun and just like you know it's easy to it's it's easy for everyone else because everything's broken down in these like you know bite-sized steps right and so for me i just love i love music like listening to music i mean i love music i love painting i love interacting with people so for me it was just like perfect i mean i felt like i could just do that forever but then i I um, I don't remember why I ever left. I think, oh, I think I moved. That's right. I moved way down south in Austin and I was working way up north and it no longer oh. made sense to travel just like through traffic for yeah. an hour and change to go teach yeah. a class and then come back a few hours later. Yeah. It was after a while of it, I was like, as much as I absolutely adore that yeah. studio, I had to just, you know, change and not do that. But um, yeah. Have you ever had like a super twisted class? Oh, I had some funny things happen. <laughs> like, I mean, so many. So, so many, many people that I always get... feel like I came home with like stories or I was like, oh, you won't believe what happened there. Well, because yeah. people make it wonky. Yeah. Do you have one that it sticks in the forefront of your brain? Oh, gosh. I mean, the one that pops into my mind, I don't even want to say it. Hold on. 
Let's see. Moving <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time thinking of anything else. So I'm just going to have to say this story now is that it was like a bachelorette party and they just came in with like, everything was penis themed. Yes. And they had a yeah. giant balloon and they had like painted faces on all of them. And they were, as the night progressed, like they just became more animated with like their painting and then like talking to the different things that were everywhere and it, wanting to take pictures with it. And I was just like, this is the most weird thing ever. And I mean, I just remember at the end of the night, like taking so many pictures of these drunk girls with all their stuff that they brought with them and their paintings that were, had kind of gone down South a little because they were more interested in just like giggling on yeah. the bachelor at night. But it was really funny. Like, and yeah, I, I there's like just that. always things like that, like little bursts of, of fun eruptions where yeah. people were just like, they just get lost in their fun. I would have lost my mind if like you had fi- you finished the whole thing and the whole time the bachelorettes are just like <laughs> and then like they, they go to show you like the recreation you're trying to do and they're all just drawn different dicks just all <laughs> right. just different dicks that would have been hilarious it's like Mine's yeah okay i'm definitely painting painted. starry night over here and it's just she's painting the hair perfect it was so funny i was just like these girls are how many weird. paintings do you think you did while you worked there Oh my gosh. I mean, I was there for years and, you know, you do like one to two number of times a week. Um, so, I mean, wow. hundreds, I'd say. Hundreds of paintings. Do you yeah. keep like those or do you give them to friends? No, we'd reuse, we'd reuse our, um, our previous stuff and then we would cut and I, I don't really remember what we did with all these things. We did something with them. But no, I didn't keep them all. Like they just, we had these systems where we just like cut and reuse things and store. Cool. Cute. Yeah, a lot I'd of love painting. to see the hall of discarded painting with the twists canvases. Just all the ones that have holes in them from some drunk lady throwing it through the edge of a chair. Like I can't. Well, there were some people that would just yeah. toss it in the trash can on their way out, but they'd be really drunk. And I was like, you're gonna regret this tomorrow. Like you came and paid and had fun, and that looks yeah. great-ish. It looks great. Well, uh, like that's the when they got a little is... drunk, they usually like just put like black somewhere, and you just be like, okay, yeah, I, I did. That's what you want to do with your bat or whatever. <laughs> well, that's the fun part is like you know when you're drunk and you write something down or something, and like I'll do that with comedy, and then the next day I'm just like, remember how funny that was? And I look at it and I'm like, wow, I must have been really drunk. Yeah, that makes it zero funny sense. At all. It wasn't funny at all. So you have to like look at this painting. And you're like, I'm Picasso, and then the next day you're like, I'm a psycho. What <laughs> is this? It's ridiculous. I am yeah. Picasso, Kimberly. <laughs> I am it's Picasso. It's just a really, really sad smiley face. I'm like what the? <laughs> All right. If you are having a good time, please Venmo Vanessa. That is a pinned comment down there. Or you can Venmo Kim and I. Who gives a hoot? You've got money. We need it. Uh, Join our Patreon while you're at it uh, so Kim can get new internet. Although it's back and it's glorious. uh, Stop. Good. Don't. I'm not not jinxing it. I promise. Don't jinx it. We are going to hear two more songs. Yay. Sorry. Just the one song. One song. No, two songs. Wait, is it two? Yes. Yeah, I can't count. Okay, I told you, I don't do math. We're going to do two songs right quickly. And then we're going to come back with a game. So stay tuned. Here is the lovely Vanessa Lively.
Yay! Yay! Been waking 3 a.m. So many nights Alarm sound in my body The fight or flight I clench a rosary To quiet the mind You're lying in my bed But I can't find you This fire, this flame Is rising inside Can't hold it down Is this what it feels? Walls come crumbling down. This what should be like each time I stand my ground. I'm drawing a line, I'm not backing down. Lightning pulls me down, wraps itself around me. Nights a storm within, so I can't see. But I lie awake at night, heart beating loudly. My sorrow from your silence echoes through the house. This fire, this flame, is rising inside. Can't hold it down. This is what it feels like when the walls come should be like each time I stand my ground I'm drawing a line I'm not backing down this is what it feels like when the walls come crumbling down this is what should be like each time I stand my ground I'm drawing a line I'm not backing down Well, I'm trying to intentionally play songs that are new or newer, at least from my most recent chapter of life. Um, and I'll do one, another one that's from, uh, I think this was from 2018 or 19. I can't remember now. <clears throat> I think 2019 actually. So Crumbling Down was from 2018, and then this one came the following year, and I wrote it on a piano. And, uh, but it, was a fun, it had a funny story with it, this one. We were talking about like writing songs and how to write songs, or my method. And I had a dream of this song. I mean, I woke up, and it was like in my head playing. And so I went and crawled off to a bathroom and recorded it into my iPhone. And then the next day, I went to go get a new iPhone, and couldn't do a backup and I was like, oh darn it, I'm gonna lose that random song that I wrote in the night and I don't remember anything about it. And so I said, it's okay, don't worry about it. I'll, you know, I'll remember it maybe or not. So transferred everything to a new phone and then the next night woke up again with a song in my mind and went off to a closet this time and recorded it and thought, well, this is a different song or whatnot. And then it was like, fast forward later into that day, I remember being in the afternoon, I saw my old voice memos who had, that I guess had backed up to a cloud or something, came back 
from that day. And I was like, oh, I can go hear the other song. And I played the two side by side and they were like pretty much the exact same song, which is weird. I thought they were totally different. So I had that song and I thought, okay, if I randomly had it like kind of like in that package twice in a row, um, I need to pay attention to this song and actually just write it. So I went home that afternoon and um, put some time into that song. So this is called Oh Deliverance. And I recorded it out at Blue Rock Studios, which is a beautiful place, and um, put a video out there. So these are songs that'll all be on my next record when that comes. trying to let go and embrace the fall there is a stillness there is a peace that would come and fill my chest if i could just release this long unending road has got me worn i feel tired and alone i feel torn Oh, deliverance, sweet deliverance, you've got me. Oh, deliverance, sweet deliverance, I fall into your loving arms, find Laying down my load Sitting at your feet Asking you to hold me This burden's heavy And I need relief Won't you help me find my way I will just believe This long unending road Has got me worn I feel tired and feel torn oh deliverance sweet deliverance you've got me oh deliverance sweet deliverance I fall into your loving arms find relief I fall All right. If you are just tuning in, we are here with Vanessa Lively on Comedians and You Bring Musicians, episode 136. Yes. And hubba hubba of quarantine interviews. We've lost yes. track. Uh, who cares? Oh, number 136. I get it. Yeah. Yes. We have not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, 
have a really special game planned for us. Before that, I would do like to shout out to one of our spotlight uh, patrons, the Wallens, our good Judies. We've interviewed them a couple times. Uh, they were also at, um, uh, they were one of our quickies at the that DIY musicians conference, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, I don't know, but there, we have tons of content with them. Please uh, show them some love there in a comment below. Uh, like, subscribe, click. I don't know. The Wallens are great. They're super, super lovely yeah. people and brilliant musicians. So check them out. Uh, and again, if you're having a good time, Venmo Vanessa and donate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Brian Wolf, oh, we got a couple uh, comments here. Uh, That's right. He says, it's cool to hear about your writing process, Vanessa. Thank you. He liked hearing that. Brian Wolf is also a musician that we've interviewed. He does Kids in the New Groove. Um, so check him oh, out. Yeah. I think we've shared the stage maybe at song, uh, Dripping Springs Songwriter Fest. Oh, cool. Oh, he's a peach. He's a peach. Uh, he also says... Have another uh, songwriter in a groove. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> songwriter in a groove. <laughs> Yes. Uh, he also says, uh, fun inter- interruption, uh, new album name. Uh, you mean for this one? I think you said fun eruption uh, during your... your, <laughs> your oh, did um, I say that? Yeah, your, your, your bachelorette story. party story. Oh, said, yeah, fun yeah. I don't think that would yes. any of my songs that are going on the next record, so it's... <laughs> work for that one maybe the next one will be fun eruption oh, i love that we're gonna manifest that slap it yeah. on the vision board fun eruption. i am so yes. all about vision boards that's like what covers every inch of my house vision board positive statements yes. i am great <laughs> i love it i love a collage i don't my, i love I collages love horrible noise um but i okay so i i've been trying to when I make up, I'm trying to do a custom game every week, which is becoming ridiculous. And I'm always like, at some point, I'm like, what have I got to do? So I literally just Googled Vanessa name meaning and in Greek and in English meaning it's butterfly. And uh, the Latin translation was Latin? like, what? Oh, the Latin Nothing. translation was of someone of Venus, which I loved. Um, but then I, ca- I couldn't get over the butterfly thing. So I was like, oh, and she, you also had this great post where you uh, designed your own tattoo. So I was like, butterfly tattoos, done. Celebrities with bad butterfly tattoos. And then I found a listicle of 60 celebrities with butterfly tattoos. Um, granted, I think, <laughs> I think two thirds of them were in adult film. And I don't think anybody would like know. I mean, some of our patrons would know. <laughs> me included but the <clears throat> most of them are adult film stars so we did had some good ones i'm going to give you the name of a famous person uh and you're going to try and guess you and kim are going to guess what body part you think this butterfly tattoo is on yeah. uh yeah, I'm gonna back. just. I, I'm back. just only gonna lower point. Back. Kim was pointing out lower back. There's only two of those on this list of like 15. So oh, pick well, they're all stamp. doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. So pick your tramp stamp wisely. Garbage yeah. people. Okay. So this one's fun because she's just garbage. Leah Michelle. She actually has two butterfly tattoos. Tell me what body parts. Also, why do you have more than two, bitch? What Shoulder blade. Shoulder blade. Ooh, Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I was trying to like think of where it can be hidden, but she seems like like an ankle girl. Girl, she does have one on her ankle, and she has Woo! one. She has one floating in the middle. Okay, it's like here. 
It's not on her butt. It's not on her hip. It's above her butt, in the middle of her back, but on the left side. It's like a tramp stamp just six inches to the left. It doesn't make any damn sense. And there's nothing on the other side. There's nothing around it. Just a floating butterfly above her ass. It's very weird. Also, the ankle tattoo is covering up a tattoo that said our city, our streets or something. And I'm like, the fact that Leah Michelle had our streets written on her body makes me laugh so hard. Oh, what an oh. asshole. Okay, Danielle <laughs> Brigoli, or as everyone lovingly knows her as the cash me outside girl. Oh, she got her first tattoo at 12 and it is a, it is a, uh, uh, a butterfly with the word loyalty written on it. Where is it? Side rib cage. Ooh, near her vagina. <laughs> at 12, yes. No, actually, it was originally on her foot. She got it about on the, on the bridge of her foot or the top of her foot. And when she turned 16, she just got the exact same tattoo put on her forearm. The same one. So she has two of the same? Yeah. Oh my God, Scott Collins says Amanda Seals has Diva on her lower back and I'm jealous, so I'm getting that next time. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, if you don't follow Amanda Seals on Instagram, that woman is incredible. She's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliantly talented individual, but she also has the most woke and unapologetic, opi uh, not opinions, uh, philosophy on Black Lives Matter. Follow her, she's fucking incredible. And she takes no shit and I love her dearly. Um, Nice. I want diva tattooed on my lower back now. Damn it. Okay. Uh, this one's fun because she calls her fans her butterflies. Mariah Carey. Where is Mariah Carey's Abby. butterfly Ooh. tattoo? Up her back. Like yeah. all going up her back. I think like the, the shoulder blade, kind of like what you said before, that a little look makes back at sense. It. Yeah. Actually, Mariah Carey is one of the only people on this list with a lower back butterfly tattoo. She she started she that theme. She has a tramp stamp. Mariah yeah. freaking Carey. Damn oh, it! Wow. I really thought I would get you on that one because I for sure thought you would remember that one album cover where she's like sitting. It's not an album cover, but it's a picture. It's some. I think it's from a magazine, but she's like sitting backwards in a chair, all cool, like how you oh. know you know you're cool. Uh, you, the white guy coming to help all the inner cities yeah. sits in this chair, that kind of dude. Uh, but it's the reverse image. And so it's like this huge, beautiful butterfly. But, uh, but yeah. Nice. Drew Barrymore, where is her butterfly tattoo? Collarbone. Mm -mm. Ooh. No. That one's cute. Her butt. It's below her belly button. <laughs> oh. Just right. On, it's, it's literally like this big and it's right underneath her belly button. It's weird. What? Yeah. Also, I realized on the comments, I asked people to post their bad tattoos, but you can't post pictures on live video Facebook comments until oh. the, the thing is up. So oh. I cannot wait for this video to be done so we can see all of Scott's that he's going to send us. I was going to post mine. This used to say, ouch. I don't know what it says in the R. It says nothing. You can't even see it. it used to say, ouch. Yeah. No longer. Just <laughs> it, was a, it was a dumb idea. And no, it didn't hurt. I just drooled a lot. Um, Kiki Palmer. Where is Kiki Palmer's butterfly tattoo? Thigh. Ooh. Mm. No. Behind the ear. That's a smart guess. It's a side boob butterfly. I almost had it with the side rib cage thing. Ooh, yes. Yes. For another person. Although I, oh. I've never had a, t I've never gotten anything on my ribs or on my boobs oh, before. Hurt. But I feel like the combination of those two, that has to just on the side. Yeah. Oh, that would hurt so bad. 
And in your armpit? I would love to get one right under my boob. Yeah. So then I would have to like lift it up to show somebody. And I want it to be like like a kitten or something saying peekaboo. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, can it be a ghost saying boo? And then you're like, these are my boobies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah peek a boob. Peek a boob. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Uh, where is Queen Latifah's butterfly tattoo? A uh, fun. Latifah has a butterfly tattoo. Yeah, and this is a fun uh, side I thing. used to like her. It, she got it at the Chrysalis Butterfly Ball at a private residence in 2016. Nice. Whatever the Chrysalis Butterfly okay, Ball so it's is. It's very sophisticated. Yeah. <clears throat> It's a hand tat. It's right here. No, really? <laughs> yeah, she's Queen Latifah has a hand tat. I love it. Um, yeah. ooh, this one's only funny because the rapper Little Debbie, remember her? She had that little tiny blip in fame for a hot second. I don't. I'm not gonna make you guess because nobody knows who she like is. The snack she, cakes. Yeah, her Little Debbie. She's a little white girl. I don't know. Uh, right. But she has a butterfly on her upper back, upper arm. But the butterfly is made out of hundred dollar bills. Oh I just thought goodness. that, how do you make no. a butterfly tattoo trashier? Make it made out of money. Um, no, she needs to make it out of snack cakes. Yes, I would is. get a butterfly tattoo if it was made out of like zebra cakes or something. I would do that. Cosmic brownie butterfly. Here yes. For it. Um, where is Tiana Taylor's? Also, her butterfly tattoo is a Banksy. Is a what? It's a Banksy, you know, the Banksy. street artist. Oh, okay. It's that it's the one image of this girl shooting herself in the head and her head is turning into butterflies. Whoa. Back of her neck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, that one's a good rib cage one. Yep, it's a side boob. Woo! Those, the little, she's like, the butterflies are like flying up around her boob. I'm like, that must have hurt. Ooh, um, Linda Perry. She has two. Technically three, but she's got two. Wait three butterflies she has three she has three butterfly tattoos but they were one like one is on yeah okay okay gotcha okay yeah. she has both uh, of her hands tattooed for and then she also has another one somewhere okay okay oh. um that's intense to have two butterflies on your hands um okay well if she did that then i would say near the vagine what <laughs> middle of the upper back Ooh, I love that. It's uh, it's kind of like in her like it's where my bat tat is. It's like a little like uh, uh, arm uh, elbow armpit moment. Yeah. Her ween like her vagina. Yeah, her what? Yeah, this. The, but it's like the outside, the front, the front facing. It's a. Oh. Uh, but she, she has both of her hands are uh, American traditional butterflies, and nice. they're gorgeous. And then she just up this arm randomly. She has like a little, another little gal. Um, mm -hmm. ooh. Uh, this one shocked me. Vanessa Hudgens, where is her butterfly tattoo? Oh, we've only had one tramp stamp so far, right? Or no, yes. did we get them both? Yeah, I would. No, because we had the side back. No, I would say, yeah, I would say tramp stamp for her. It's on her neck. I didn't know Vanessa Hudgens had a where? neck tat. It's literally right here. It's not even. Uh. It's not behind the ear. It is on her neck like Vanessa, sweet little baby disney channel my high school musical vanessa hudgens has a neck tat now she does spring breakers and yeah but it's of a butterfly i know what a soft ass like neck that's tat. me getting like this arm tat and i'm like look at how hard i am and it's of my dog like 
you know. Yeah. I mean, I t- like, I try to pretend I'm, no, that's a moth. That's the softest that's awesome. of bugs. Oh, my God. Right. Well, in a, in a Amanda Bynes, Amanda Bynes has a heart tattoo on her face. Yeah. That, that, we, free Britney and someone help Amanda Bynes. Uh, <laughs> where is Lena Hedy's? Which is funny, because this tattoo like knowing she's like an accomplished, beautiful British actress. This tattoo is absolutely a 15 year old British punk running around. It's like, I want one of these cool, I want it to wrap around and have really bad lines and look terrible in 20 years. Ankle. So, yeah, I was gonna say ankle. It's around her arm. That's like, and it's really like wispy and there's no color. The color is all falling out and it just looks like a bad Shell Silverstein illustration. It's, it's, as if a butterfly <laughs> tattoo couldn't get any um where is mary j blige's butterfly tat butt cheek is her on her boobie no you're thinking of eve with the claw well i know that i love the eve just like saying like maybe she had i think literally those tattoos those tattoos on eve's boobs might be like as iconic as tyson's face tat Feel like Ooh, if you yeah. showed you know what i mean yeah we should play that game like a chest yeah, guess right this right chest right. yeah uh, mary j blige is on her shoulder she has one of the look back at it moments oh, no. oh the look back at it mm-hmm. okay and this is the last one we'll do one more uh because kelly osborne's just too obvious it's clearly on her clavicle um <laughs> and also she like got all of her tattoos removed on her arm or whatever and it's like as if you wanted to give me a reason to hate spoiled rich kids who just get every tattoo they've ever wanted. Because every time I see like young people with like full sleeves and they're not in their 30s yet, I'm like, how much money do you have and why do you have that much? I'm just looking at thousands of dollars on your. Do you have two jobs? How do you, whatever. As if you want, made me want to hate spoiled little rich kids more, you can just get a really good laser guy to restart it so you can do it again. Brad, <laughs> I would like that. Um, so. Where is Britney Spears' butterfly tattoo? Tramp stamp, it's gotta be. I know, I really, I, I wanted it. But it wasn't. Could, wait, is that one near the vagine? No. Why does no one have a butterfly near their vagine? Again, I told you two thirds of the people on this list were adult film stars and they were absolutely the porn star right above the all porn stars who have this it's like where you would put a sticker when you went tanning in middle school that was the Playboy bunny shapes. You could tell all your friends you got darker that day. That's where every every adult film star has a little tattoo, but no. Kim, you're frozen again. Oh no. Come back to us, Kim. Powers of Britney Spears. Let's see. I missed it all. What was the answer? No, I did not. We were waiting for you. We're waiting. I, I can't think, I mean, foot, like on the foot. Yeah, it's on her ankle. Ding, ding, ding. Yay, finally won one. I mean, was close. I, Brittany, Brittany was a pretty good candidate for the tram stamp, but the ankle tattoo yeah. is a quintessential Ooh. early 2000s, late 90s tattoo spot. If we've learned anything from this game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that you should never miss out an opportunity to turn your stage name into a butterfly pun with snack cakes. Um, that was Famous Celebrity Butterfly Tattoos presented by some Ooh. terrible listicle I found online. Uh, Thank you for playing. Oh, Loved Scott it. says he's LOLing for real. And Claudia, Chris's wife, totally called out Mariah Carey. Duh, because she calls her fans her butterflies. She has to have it. Um, 
if you had a good time today, please join our patron Patreon page. If you are one of our patrons, tell your friends to join our page uh, for as little as a dollar a month. You can support us and uh, we'd love it a lot. Uh, we are about to cut our live stream so we can film exclusive content for said patrons. So if you would like to see the rest of this interview, please uh, donate and our patrons and tip Vanessa. Uh, we're all working really hard in quarantine, so show her some love. And a big thank you again to our sponsors. Yes. We appreciate you. Uh, Share T, Debbie Stanley. Uh, we've got Gerald Bailey, Jake Farr, uh, The Wallens, Ashley, Ashley Weber, Weber Yoga. Yoga. Share T, Brian Wolf. Brian Wolf. We adore you, and um, we really can't thank you enough for your support. And, oh, sorry. I'm looking at oh yeah we well, can find our merch online right now we have a ridiculously soft t-shirts uh for only 15 bucks so please new standard manufacturing is who makes them and they are super duper soft uh so please check those out uh I'm where can we right now oh she is show us your boobs there they are peekaboo uh, <laughs> peek uh vanessa where can we find your stuff online like where can people find you? I mean, there's some information at my website, vanessalively.com. And then I post things on the usual places like Instagram and Facebook. And um, I have a newsletter if people are interested, but I only send out newsletters like once a few, every few weeks, if that. Sometimes I go half a year and I forget. But <laughs> that's probably what has happened most recently. And we were talking earlier, you are trying you're going to shoot to record an album this year yes very exciting that's, so, the, yes. that's the dream <clears throat> i've been just writing so much in these last few years and ha i have a lot of unfinished songs and i feel like if i had an album project on the horizon it would help me like finish up a bunch and just polish them off and throw them on a record and some covers like i want to put some yeah. really fun covers on there uh that i've grown quite fond of this last year or two so yeah i think it'll be a fun project hell yeah yeah, yeah and you uh stream oh yeah and i stream every thursday at on facebook live 4 40 i do like a 20 25 minute set um and i just do it at different places in my house right yeah Cute. front porch if it's not right. terribly yeah. hot yeah, I have yet to like stream from a place like the bathroom or the kitchen, but Ooh, next. that's next. Next. Yes. Tune in for those. I'm going to try that next time because that might have a better internet connection than my room. So next time I'm just <laughs> going to be in the bathtub. Yes. In the bathtub. I like that. Just live from the bathtub. Like what was that character that Keenan Thompson played on all that? Yeah. Where he was like a French guy in a bathtub? Yes. Uh, also, I would like to plug something real quick. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a movie, like, I don't know, we filmed it like a couple years ago. Um, and so was my dog, everybody who knows Ross Boss. Uh, this is his debut movie. Uh, it's called Love Flower, two words, love and flower. It is now streamable today. Uh, you can find it on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can also get it on uh, Blu-ray and DVD on Amazon. It's also on Apple TV and Video On Demand, uh, Dish Network, Google Play, Microsoft, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. And if we 
stream it um, a lot. Other uh, places might pick it up, like <clears throat> Netflix. So stream it today if you can. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm so proud of you, Kimmy. Yay! Well, I'm Colin says, congrats on your movie, Cam. Can't wait to see it. That's what we should do. We'll have a yeah. little watch That's party. It. I don't know if I can get this. Connected, there she is. But I have a really weird face, obviously. Because it's that me, was the but... eyebrow phase. That was the eyebrow phase you were in when I met you. That's how I like to gear my friends years of time. That's that was the oh, eyebrow the phase. sad Remember one. That? Aww. <laughs> Sweet. That, that eyebrow phase. <laughs> we met during that eyebrow phase. Yeah. Yes. This. Oh, and That's Chris fun. just put uh, Love Flower featuring Kim on Amazon. He pinned it. So please get on there uh, and watch our beautiful Kim and uh, Anna Irving is in it as well, right? Yes. Friend of the podcast. Well, Kim's frozen, but <laughs> friend of the podcast and uh, formerly my impersonator once she pretended to be me in a podcast episode. It was great. Yes. <laughs> She's yes. super, super sweet. And she did uh, our pictures for our promo shit. The one that Kim has on hers is Kim is an Ann Irving original. Well, thank you so much, Vanessa, for we being here. I really together. appreciate it. So it's great. Uh, Thanks for having me on the on the show. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. We're going to cut this live feed yeah. and record some other stuff. But I hope uh, you guys had a good time watching this. Please like, subscribe, uh, tip Anna, donate to Patreon. We love you. We're going to do one more song. Mm -hmm. One more song. And then song okay, bye, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. One more song and then okay, bye. <laughs> Sounds great. Precise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So All one right. more time for Vanessa Lively, ladies and gents. Violets in the night, my heart, your palms, the shape we are, wrapped up in arms. Make me deny and shame the world. I am chocolate. I am yours to have. Oh, oh Jerusalem, pardon my past. There Oh
Where's Kim? <laughs> She's having a party. I'm in a bathroom. She's in the Thank you for just your bathroom. This is great. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, while Kim pees. Thank uh, you please. so much for watching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, go like Vanessa's stuff on Instagram. Follow them and make sure you stay tuned for an album coming out soon this year. So. We appreciate you, Vanessa. Again, thank you so much. Yeah. And everybody watching, okay, thank bye. <laughs> okay, head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.